0: Merry Christmas Eve to all of you. And I guess it really could be Christmas day. So I guess I could also say Merry Christmas, depending on when you're listening to this. Well, I guess it could, this could really be any point in time. It could be July and you're listening to this right now, but uh, I was recording this for Christmas Eve. So I guess I'll just stick with that one. But I Hope you are all well. Hope you're having a safe and restful Christmas season here. And, you know, I I wanted to give you all something. I wanted to give you some type of episode, some type of gift for this week. And so I didn't want to just replay an episode for today. I wanted to give you something new. I didn't want to give you a used gift. I wanted to give you, I didn't want to re-gift you something. I wanted to give you uh, something brand new. So this is a special episode that I recorded with Alison Baggerly, who you heard on a couple of episodes last week. This is just our gift to you, another uh, episode for you that maybe you weren't expecting. And this is actually a two-part gift because not only are you going to get an episode today, you'll also get an episode on Wednesday, the day after Christmas. I think that's Boxing Day in the UK, if I have that right. I'm in the US, so I could be completely making this up, but I believe it is. So that's another another gift for you on Boxing Day. I don't know, do they give you gifts on Boxing Day? I don't know, I should probably figure that out, but (laughs) this is gonna be all for you. So you got two gifts coming, one today, one in a couple of days, or if this is July, like I said, you got both of them right now. So go (laughs) go ahead and enjoy those now. But I just wanted to say, thank you all so much for listening. I really appreciate it, getting your feedback, Uh, just hearing from you all knowing that you're there it, it really makes a huge difference and it really gives me the motivation to keep this show going so thank you so much hope you all have an amazing rest of your week and i guess i'll be talking to you on wednesday and then i will see you next week Hey, this is Chris, hope you're doing well, and welcome back to Popcorn Finance, where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. You know, something that I've been wanting to do more of is kind of talking about some interesting articles that I've been uh, been looking at. I've been trying to read more, and part of that is kind of looking at, you know, some, some of these great pieces that people are putting out on the internet. So I got this article. It's for, written by Kristen Wong. It's called, Decide How Big Your Emergency Fund Should Be with the 369 Guideline. And I love talking about emergency funds, and I know someone else who also enjoys talking about emergency funds, and that's Allison Baggerly from Inspired Budget. How's it going?
1: Going good, Chris. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. Doing good. Because I, I wanted someone else to run this by, because there's so many thoughts and ideas mm-hmm. out there on what an emergency fund should be. And so in Kristen's article here, she's basically giving the readers like a quick guideline, a quick like rule of thumb as to what determines how big your emergency fund should be. So I've heard everything from three months all the way to a year. So, in, in this piece by Kristen, uh, she says either three, six, or nine, depending on these different factors. So, give you a quick run through. She says for a three month emergency fund, this would be for people who are renters, they may be single, they might be married, but more likely they're single, they have no kids, really low expenses, really low responsibility if something were to happen to them. So, it's, it's safe for them to go the three month range. She said for people who are married with kids, maybe they own a home, you may want to look at six months because, you know, if something were to happen to you, something to happened to your job, you're going to need a little bit more money to keep. Things going, and then nine months if you're self-employed because you have all the liability in the world right there in that situation. So I want to get your take, Allison. What, do you, how do you feel about emergency funds? What do you do? You know, what, what are your thoughts about what Kristen wrote here?
1: My husband and I are both teachers. Our jobs are very secure, and so we only have a three-month emergency fund, maybe a little bit, maybe four months, and we have a mortgage and two children. So we don't necessarily fall into her designated guidelines, I guess you would say. However, we still feel comfortable with where we are. And um, we're able to cover like any out-of-pocket expenses in terms of like healthcare if something, you know, catastrophic were to happen. But one thing that I do like that she said was the 9-month emergency fund for people who are self-employed because that's ultimately my goal one day is I do want to be able to work on Inspire Budget full-time and you know, there's some fear that sets in with that, some uncertainty, and I think that it's great to have this really big nest egg for whenever you do have that uncertain pay schedule.
0: I think that's, that's great because I think the one thing to take away from this piece is that it's about your comfort level and then kind of accurately judging your, I guess, risk and exposure to things happening. And so for me, I'm super risk averse. So I went with a mm-hmm. six month one and yeah. I, I don't own a home, I still rent, uh, but for me, it made me feel comfortable. And I think that's all about what amount, cause you need to have something
1: right and right. there's no
0: and no one can tell you what the right amount is for you in your life you know you can go with a year and for some people they may hit something a big emergency in their life and that's not enough money right you never really know but I think starting with something and I think going with this rule of thumb is a great place to start but it's also about what you're comfortable with and what your goals are and what you see going on in your life so
1: Yeah, I I totally agree. I feel like when I had a certain number, my anxiety level went down.
0: (laughs) Right? Yeah, it's like a (laughs) sliding scale.
1: Exactly. So it's definitely, you know, truly, it's just guidelines. So I agree with what you said. It's it's a personal decision, but one that you should still be making. Yeah,
0: perfect. Thank you. It's a great way to put that. So Please go check out the piece written by Kristen Wong. It was, I think it, was, it really make you think. I'll put a link in the show notes, and it'll just kind of, you know, give you something to think about, give you something to judge your progress by. You don't have to follow these rules exactly, but it'll give you something to work with. So thank you, Allison. Appreciate you coming here and helping me, you know, talk about this article, talk about this piece. And I've already mentioned this before, but you're going to be hearing more from Allison. She's going to be giving us some budget tips on an ongoing basis here on the show. So keep an eye out. Keep listening. We're going to be putting out more details and... definitely be hearing more from Allison over at inspiredbudget.com and if people want to go Keep up with you, catch up with you. Where should they go?
1: Like you said, inspirebudget.com, or head over to Instagram. I'm at inspirebudget, and I'd just like to get to know your listeners, Chris.
0: Yeah, and I think they'll they'll love getting to know you. They've already heard you, episode 62, <laughs> which I'm probably gonna replay that. thing so everyone, can hear that because I think it was a fun episode. Get to learn a little bit more about you and your background. That's right. So everyone, make sure you're subscribed. If you're not already following Popcorn Finance on all the social media places, just go search for Popcorn Finance. You can find me Instagram, Twitter, Facebook.
1: And if you have a friend or a relative that you know would enjoy a short podcast about finances that's entertaining. You should totally tell them about Popcorn Finance and then leave a review because this podcast is awesome.
0: Thank you. You are much better at this than I am. I I always forget to say that.
1: (laughs) you out whenever i would come on the
0: show then you're already very valuable to the show thank (laughs) you (laughs) so as always thank you to everyone for joining us for another bag of popcorn hope you have an amazing rest of your week and we'll both be talking to you soon
1: yeah yeah
0: boy keep it popping like
1: mary poppins